0: Mae Dinkins here. This podcast is powered by the Converge Podcast Network. What up, what's up, loved and valued and significant people? I I know that I say that at the beginning of every podcast intro, but I really believe that it is important, you know. And there's a reason that the Holy Spirit reminds us of truth, because... We need to be reminded of our identity in the Lord. We needed. To, we need to be reminded of how much we matter to Him, and it is very easy to forget, especially whenever there's an enemy who prowls around like a roaring lion seeking to deceive you into believing who you're not and believing who God is not. So may the simplicity of the podcast intros on the Have You Heard podcast be a reminder that you are loved and that you do matter. My name is Emma Mae Jenkins, and I'm so glad to welcome you To the Have You Heard podcast. Friends, faith comes by hearing. So without further ado, grab your headphones and let's get into the word. Today's message is very powerful because it's from the Word of God, but it's also very simple. Um, And so I pray that it encourages you. It came from just my time in the Word. Um, So I've been reading through the Bible chronologically, and a little while back I was in the book of Ezekiel. And in Ezekiel 43, and a few chapters before that as well, the Lord leads Ezekiel through a vision to show him the layout of the temple and to show him how his glory is going to fill the temple once again. And I was so like, honestly caught off guard in the best way. Whenever I read Ezekiel 43 verse 12, where it says the this is the basic law of the temple. Like this is the law of the temple. Are you ready for it? Are you ready for the law of the temple? This is it. All its surrounding territory on top of the whole on top of the mountain will be especially holy. Yes, this is the law of the temple. Guys, I was absolutely blown away by this because I was sitting there and I was thinking about the temple and how all throughout the Old Testament we read about how the temple, literally in the Holy of Holies, it is where the presence of the Lord dwelt. Like like there were so many, um, what's the word? There were so many different, like there was such a detailed process that the priests had to go through in order to make sacrifices in the temple, that the high priest had to go through in order to confess all of the sins of God's people on, on behalf of God's people once a year in the Holy of Holies. Like it was it was very detailed and and it was a holy place that represented that represented the presence of the Lord and represented a place of worship and represented um just the 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 incredible need that us humans had to sacrifice to make sacrifices because of how sinful we are in order to continually be made right in the eyes of the Lord again like like the the, the temple where we're thinking about it All throughout the Old Testament and the temple was another means by which the Lord communicated to his people that he wanted to dwell with them. It was another means by which the Lord communicated with his people that he is a holy God and that we cannot just flippantly enter into his presence because because he is a right, just, holy, perfect God he cannot be in relationship with sin. And so our sin separated us from the Lord. And so it was only through these sacrifices and it was only through the high priest that people could, could walk in right relationship with God. And so when I got to this in Ezekiel forty three twelve, that this is the law of the temple, all its surrounding territory on top of the mountain will be especially holy. To be holy is to be blameless. It is to be sacred. Yes, this is the law of the temple. And let me tell you why this meant so much to me. I'm going to share some scripture with you for a little bit. In John 1, we are again hearing God communicate with us that he wants to be with us, that he wants to dwell with us. Because we read that the word became flesh and dwelt among us. We observed his glory, the Lord's glory, the glory as the one and only son from the father, full of grace and truth. John 14, 16 through 17, and then continuing in 26 through 27, we again see God communicating that he wants to be with us because we read, and Jesus is saying this, he says, And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another counselor to be with you forever, because Jesus is preparing his disciples in the reality that he is about to, he is about to be crucified, die, he's going to be buried, he's going to rise again three days later, and then he's going to ascend back into heaven and be seated at the right hand of the Father, mediating on behalf of all of God's children. And so he's preparing the disciples for this, and he says, I have to leave you But I'm going to ask the Father, and he will give you another counselor to be with you forever. He is the Spirit of truth. The world is unable to receive him because it doesn't see him or know him. But you do know him because he remains with you and I will be in you. I have spoken these things to you while I remain with you. But the Counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and remind you of everything I have told you so i say that we are once again getting to see the the lord communicate to us that he wants to be with us because jesus is about to send ascend back into heaven but the the we have the trinity the father son and holy spirit god three in one the holy spirit whoever believes in the lord and surrenders their life to him Whoever confesses with their mouth and believes in him shall be saved. And whoever, whoever that is, they become a child of God. And the Holy Spirit comes to dwell within them. So what again are we seeing? God wants to be with us and us with him. Continuing in Ephesians 2, 19 through 22. He came and proclaimed the good news of peace to you who were far away and peace to those who were near. For through him, Jesus... Through Him, Jesus, we both have access in one spirit to the Father. So then, you are no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with the saints and members of God's household, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, with Christ Jesus Himself as the cornerstone. In Him, the whole building being put together grows into a holy temple in the Lord. In him you are also being built together for God's dwelling in the Spirit. Friends, I'm gonna continue and see like see how these dots connect. First Corinthians 3, 16 through 17. Don't you yourselves know that you are God's temple? What did he just say? That you, children of God, are God's temple, and that the Spirit of God lives in you. If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy him. For God's temple is holy. Remember what the law, the basic law of the temple was? That all of its surrounding territory be holy. And that is what you are. 1 Corinthians six nineteen through 19-20 through 20, Don't you know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you were bought at a price. So glorify God with your body. First Peter one fifteen through 15-16 But as the one who called you is holy, the Lord who called you is holy, you also are to be holy in all your conduct, for it is written, Be holy because I am holy. Now pause here. This can sometimes seem confusing because we look at the Old Testament and we read that the law of the surrounding territory of the temple is to be holy. We read that the temple is holy. Why? Because the Spirit of God, like the Lord's presence, was in the temple. The the temple was a holy place. It was the basic law that the surrounding territory of the temple be holy. And now we are seeing that the Lord has called us to be holy, as he is holy. You're listening to the Converge Podcast Network, and now a message from one of our network supporters. Hey, today's episode is sponsored by our friends at Faithful Counseling. So let's get real for a second. Is there something interfering with your peace, robbing you of joy, preventing you from carrying God's yoke that is easy and his burden that is light that he intends for you to carry, he designed you to carry? Are you walking through something that's preventing you from achieving your goals? I know that for many of us, that can be anxiety, depression, fear, or even broken relationships that can be holding us back. But this is where Faithful Counseling comes in. Faithful Counseling is a worldwide counseling service that is making professional counseling accessible, affordable, and convenient so anyone and everyone can face life's challenges and can get help anytime anywhere. Faithful Counseling offers four different ways to get connected to a licensed counselor. You can sit down for video calls, phone calls, live chats, or instant messaging. Every counselor on Faithful Counseling is licensed by their respective state board and has over 3,000 hours of experience. If you think that Faithful Counseling is for you, you can sign up today and be matched with your counselor in 24 hours or less. Faithful Counseling is helping us live our healthiest lives in the comfort and safety of our homes be sure to check out faithful counseling at faithfulcounseling.com slash mma slash but friends how can we do that how can you and i i know i can speak for myself how can i be blameless and sacred how can i be pure and spotless and without blemish it, it brings me to tears, honestly, just to think of how faulty I am and how I have sinned and fallen short of God's glory. And so for God to say, be holy as he is holy, how I continue to prove day in and day out that in my own strength, I can't do it. My flesh and my heart fail, <laughs> that my spirit is willing, but my flesh is weak I have sinned and fallen short of God's glory and the wages of this sin is is death. How can I be holy? And how is it that I'm reading scripture that says that I, it says in 1 Corinthians 3 and in 1 Corinthians 6 that it says that I, my body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. How is that so? I'm going to keep reading 1 Peter 2, 9, but you, he's speaking to the children of God, those who have surrendered their lives to the Lord, but you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his possession, so that you may proclaim the praises of the one who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Second Timothy 1.9 Who saved us, the Lord, the Lord who saved us and called us to a holy calling. So again, we're reading, the Lord, he's calling us to be holy. But get this, not because of our works. Not because we were good enough, not because we were perfect enough, not because we were nice enough, but because of his own purpose and grace, which he gave us in Christ Jesus before the ages began. The Lord says for us to be holy as he is holy, but we cannot be holy on our own strength or by our own good deeds or by an extent of sacrifices we can give. It is only through surrender to Jesus. And faith in him because he, Jesus, who knew no sin, he became sin so that we could become holy as he is holy so that he could dwell. Why? Because he's been communicating that that's what he desires all along. That He So that we could become the righteousness of God so that he could dwell among us forever. Without holiness, scripture says, no one will see the Lord. And so in scripture, we read that we are to strive for peace with everyone and for holiness without which no one can see the Lord. So without holiness, no one will see the Lord. They see the Lord through us living out holiness because he is holy and he lives in us. I can't be holy on my own strength, but rather I can be holy by walking in step with he who lives in me and is holy. I was I was just I was reading the word one morning and I just read that in Ezekiel 43:12 that like this is the basic law of the temple that the surrounding territory of the temple be holy. And then I just got to think about the entire narrative of scripture and how we who have been adopted into God's family through surrender and faith in his son Jesus through repentance of our sin, through faith in his son, Jesus, we have become children of God. We have become members of his household. And through that, we are sealed in his spirit. We are filled with his spirit. Why was the temple of God known to be holy in the Old Testament? It was known to be holy because it's where the presence of the Lord was, because he is holy Well, now as children of God, those who have been adopted into his family, we are filled with his presence. And so we can be holy and pure and blameless before the Lord because he himself is in us and because Jesus is at the right hand of him and he mediates on our behalf. How stinking powerful is this? That he who knew no sin, he who was holy became, he became blemished and impure and he became sin so that through faith in him, we shall become the holiness, the righteousness, the purity, the blameless, blameless, spotless perfection of, of Jesus. That, that is the, that is the name that we carry We are his ambassadors, representations of such powerful redemption and reconciliation that the Lord has gifted to us again, not by our own work so that we could boast, but it is a gift from him by grace through faith. My flesh and my heart may feel, but the Lord is my strength and my portion forever. And so now I can't be holy as the Lord is holy on my own strength, but because I'm empowered with his spirit, I am strengthened. I am strengthened in obedience. I am strengthened to love well when it doesn't make sense to. I am strengthened to seek peace and pursue it. I am strengthened to count it all pure joy when I face trials of many kinds, knowing that the testing of my faith produces perseverance. I am strengthened. In in gratitude, I am strengthened in the fruit of he who is the Lord. I am strengthened in love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. That is why the Lord says, Let the Spirit of God govern your mind so you may be led in life and peace. And it continues on in Galatians 5 to say, Continue to keep in step with the Spirit. Because it is only through the Lord that I can be holy as he is holy. I cannot be holy on my own strength. And I can only be holy by the strength of the Lord through being empowered by his spirit. And I can only be filled with his spirit through believing in his son, Jesus. I was reading in Ezekiel 43 and I was just encouraged in the gospel. Absolute holiness. And how we can't achieve that on our own. We could never be good enough. We could never be popular enough. We could never have enough accolades hanging on our wall. We could never have enough people know our name and applaud our talents. We or applaud our talents. Like it is. It is by grace through faith that we are saved, and that we can boldly approach God's throne of grace with confidence through His Son, Jesus. And so friend, I just pray that this week's episode is, if you've never heard the gospel, I pray that you are encouraged in the powerful reality, in the relieving reality, and the humbling reality that day in and day out, we are proving to ourselves that we do not have the strength to be who God has called us to be on our own. But praise be to God that he demonstrated his perfect love for us and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us while we could not be holy as the Lord is holy. Christ died for us so that through him we could be seen and kept as holy in the eyes of the Lord. And we are now his temple. Why? Because he dwells within us through the power and the blood of his son, Jesus And if you have heard the gospel, I pray that this week is a reminder to you. Again, as we started this podcast off, that like we are prone to forget. And so I pray that you are just being reminded of truth, encouraged in truth. And I pray that you've just been able to learn more about the sweetness of the Lord and the the kindness of the Lord and how he is so just and he is so holy and he is so loving. And I'm just blown away by it. I'm blown away. (laughs) How good. We are forgiven through Jesus. We are made holy through Jesus. We are God's temple because the Holy Spirit dwells within us as children of God. And this is the hope that we have. We are filled with hope. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you abound in confidence through what? Through the power of his spirit. Y'all, I love you so much. And I pray that just my sweet, just exciting moment from being in the word with the Lord brought encouragement to you today as it did to me and that you know um, just how much you mean to me and even more so how much you mean to the Lord that the Lord has over and over again communicated throughout his word that he wants to dwell with you and you with him and he is calling you to be holy as he is holy and all of those things can take place through your faith in his son Jesus and being filled with his spirit and it is the hope of the world. He has called us out of darkness into marvelous light so we can declare his goodness to all of the world so that they too can know and trust in his son and he dwell with them and name with him forever. It's what we were made for. <laughs> Y'all, I hope you have the best week ever, 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 ever. <laughs> and be sure and rate and and review, and download, and share this with all of your people, and know that I love you. (laughs) I'll talk to y'all next week. Bye, everybody!